Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, y'all. We have low here, okay? We are writing virtually, okay? So welcome to Cozy Room Podcast. My name is Shan. I am the mom of the girls. And I have a special guest by way of Drake from Everything Culture because we are pod fam. And I see Low probably like once a week, every week, because I be in Drake's live on Sundays, which will be happening today later. I talked to him earlier and he's having the itis. (laughs) So he said, I'll be up in like an hour. I said, okay, cool. So um, today we're just talking without the big group. And um, I want to to talk to me about common doula questions because when it comes to parenting and people being pregnant, a lot of people, if they don't do the research, they don't know doulas are an option and they don't know like what's the role of doulas, how to reach out to a doula, um, what would be the benefits of it. And I want to just talk about it. I have had a doula on a show probably like four seasons ago, but I haven't done one recently. And I know a lot probably has changed from that time. Um, That was a doula that was out of Texas. And I think you are out of Arizona. I am in Arizona right now. Cool. So um, this is a podcast. It's all about better parenting. And I think you can't be a better parent lacking knowledge about something uh, so important that helps you bring life into the world. So welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast. And, Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And I want you to tell the people about yourself and what you do before we get into the questions. I am low. I am owner of Doula in the Middle. I am a doula, a placenta encapsulator. I am an expirant. International Board Certified Lactation Consultant. I am a recent graduate of the fall cohort of the Black Course. I live here now, currently in Tucson, Arizona. I was originally in Chandler, so a lot of my clients are still coming from that area, and I have to graciously decline some of them because they just live too far for me to be an adequate resource for them in the birthing realm, but prenatal, I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a mom of three Earthside, two heaven-sent babies. I am one of many combined children from my parents, so we call ourselves the crew. So I am, I am the oldest of my mom's children, but if you combine all of us, I'm more like seven number seven mm-hmm. of about uh 10 11 kids. so <laughs> um we were brought up not saying stepsister stepbrother that's my sister that's my brother we have four moms four dads like yeah and we, we we're in our 40s and 50s and one is be 60 soon and mm-hmm. we still 
call them mom and dad. Respect is given everywhere. We are a product of the Gullah Geechee people out of Savannah and Tybee Island. Uh, so birth work was in my blood. I tried to fight it for a long time. Like I didn't even tell people about my West African um, heritage, my Gullah Geechee connection, because I grew up in an era where it wasn't exactly welcomed. And my family didn't really admonish it, but they didn't encourage it as well. So it when I became an adult and moved away from family, that's when I started to do a lot more embracing of my culture. Okay. You got into your solitude. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Super important for a lot of people's growth. Well, I'm glad that you found your way here because, um, you know, in the United States, Black women still... Um, do not get the best health care when it comes to being pregnant and going through labor. I live in Georgia um, and we have like the highest rate of um, black women dying through childbirth. Uh, I have given birth to one of my children here in Georgia and another one in Florida. And even through that process, even though it's like a three to four year difference, the healthcare that I got in Florida versus Georgia is completely different. Um, just like how hands-on they were, how um, involved the doctors were, um, the inviting feeling of the doctor's office, um, completely different. Uh, won't be pregnant again, but I do feel like even me creating this podcast, I created it because I felt like the books weren't enough. Um, YouTube uh, conversations that moms wanted to share along their journey wasn't enough. And I felt like there wasn't a podcast um, telling the truth about the not so cute side of being pregnant, uh, the process of it, um, what would have helped me during those nine months so I can warn you, so I could prepare you. And mm -hmm. uh, a recent child in my family um, is my nephew's, my oldest nephew's daughter. She was born uh, last week. And I'm like texting him last night. I was like, make sure you have bright water. So, you know, if she's complaining at night, you can do X, Y, and Z. And just like making sure he has like the episodes that tell. So you are being his village that you didn't yes. have. I'm just like. <laughs> yeah check this episode out and tell you what you need by the bedside <laughs> if she's breastfeeding make sure she's pumping so she could get sleep and you can feed the baby like just that support you you pretty much are a doula in essential yes but through <laughs> podcasting because um people always ask me like cozy Moon's my first podcast out of the six but it's the most authentic podcast that i have because how could I not have something to say being a mom of two? How could I not have something to say being a Black woman living in the United States going through the birthing process and Hello. giving birth <laughs> to two kids vaginally? There's always something to say. There's always something to discuss. There's always something to learn. And for me, I laugh with my friends that don't have kids yet, but they always send me like, look at the new stroller. 
I'd be like, I'm so jealous because that could have helped me with such and such. But that's life. Like how my mom had the five of us when she sees what I have and the resources I have, she's probably like, man, that would have helped me, you know, when I have an ex-wife. So I really do feel like doulas are a great resource, but not another, enough people know that they're an option because I think like modern Western medicine is so much like if you don't have this degree and you didn't do 10 or 12 years of this school, then you can't tell no woman anything about pregnancy. And that's not true. It's not. It's not. So first, let me say, you don't need to have any um, quote unquote formal education to be a doula. Mm -hmm. Um. If I was to go back to Nigeria, I can be a midwife by shadowing another midwife for at least a year. I can start uh, catching babies. Mm -hmm. um, here in the United States, the traditional midwifery was admonished. Um, it started with good old Dr. Marion Sims. We won't even get into that <laughs> foolishness. <laughs> but let's just say the narrative that Black women um, can bear more pain than non-Black women was started with him um, mm -hmm. doing and performing obstetric surgeries with no anesthesia so that he can perfect them and do them with anesthesia on non-Black women. So um, even up until, I want to say, a year, maybe two years, but very recently did they remove that narrative out of the medical journals that are now interns and residents and new doctors have been learning. Mm -hmm. So um, it's still going to take some time. I like to let everybody know as a doula, your insurance will pay for doula services depending on the type of insurance you have, which state you live in, what I do is I accept insurance, but I make my clients confirm with their insurance companies before they pick a package with me because my packages range. My most expensive is $1,750. That's where you get everything, all the things that I offer. Mm -hmm. And the cheapest one is a birth only, which is $650. If your insurance company says, hey, we'll pay, uh, TRICARE will pay uh, $1,000 then you can customize a package where we can get you all the things you want. But I don't want you to come to me saying, yeah, this is what I want, but I want my insurance to pay for it. A lot of states are now determining we have to be certified. And the issue with that is there is no um, blueprint for education for us. Mm. Because I decided I vetted Tracy Collins for almost two years before I even approached her about becoming a doula under her business, which is the now National Black Doulas Association, where she just uh, transferred ownership to Brandy Bishop. Mm -hmm. But I vetted her and I can honestly and transparently say, I picked National Black Doulas Association for two reasons. One, it was black owned and women led. And two, Tracy Cuss. And I trust anybody who cuss publicly. If you cannot cuss, I feel like you're holding something back and I don't need to be questioning your, your grounds with me. 
So Tracy got me when the first pod, the first live she ever did, she said the F-bomb. Baby, I was hooked ever since. But I love it. Tracy, it was also, I was blessed to have picked a uh, business package with Tracy where I am now a lifetime member of the National Black Doodles Association. And she was my uh, business mentor. And when I tell you, she has taught me some awesome nuggets. And I am the type of doula in person. I sit back and watch. Mm. And a lot of what she gave me and showed me and taught me, I see. I'll say much, but I see a lot. And I just, I like to sit back and watch people, especially in the birthing room. I am not your advocate. Let me say that. We as doulas are not going to be your pit bulls in the birthing room. And if you get us at 16 to 20 weeks, we can get you all the information you need to empower yourself and your partner or your support person to advocate effectively, sometimes without saying a word, to the medical staff. Mm -hmm. But because we are there, we are your reassurance that what you say you want, you will get. Okay. I am that doula that has a plan B. Really, I have a plan D. We we got your birth, your original plan, then we got three or four backups just in case, as you know, birth can go any way. It can be your perfect, blessed uh, blueprint, or it can hook a couple of lefts, yeah. and some of the stuff that you don't want to do will happen. Right. So, yeah, you you have doulas. Um, with social media, because before I professionally got started, we didn't have social media. Mm -hmm. We had word of mouth. So my cousin in Jersey, who knew somebody in Delaware, would say, hey, my cousin live in Philly. She can help you with this. Mm -hmm. But now social media has made us so well known. I'm a traveling doula. I will travel to you, but you have to be honest with me. You have to be open and upfront. I will travel to Phoenix mm -hmm. and Sholo or any of the little towns in Arizona, but you got to understand you can't call me at two o'clock saying you six centimeters and you need me, baby. If you are not in the Tucson area, I can't help you. Yeah, I will have to send somebody else who may or may not be available. Yeah, and I'm not, you know, don't wait until your third trimester. That's my you question. So, <laughs> what what is a good time frame when a woman should source out a doula? Your very first baby, I would suggest because you everything is new and sparkly after you get through the range of emotions of just being pregnant, if it wasn't planned, I would say the second trimester, late first, early second trimester is prime time because that gives us time to educate you on a lot of things you may not even know about what's going to happen to your body, what's going to happen in the birthing room, some of the tricks and schemes that OBs try to get you to follow their schedule and not baby schedule. Mm -hmm. And to, to dispel a lot of the myths that a lot of our families tell us, mm -hmm. you know, um, like a lot of women think they're pregnant for 40 weeks. You're not. You're pregnant longer than 40 weeks from the time of conception to the time that baby is ready to be born. And most babies don't come on due date. A lot do, but a lot of them. 
You see the title, Cozy Womb, meaning, according to my doctors, both of my kids were late. No, according to your baby, they came on time. And we have families that come to me as a doula saying, I need you to tell her she need to take some castor oil and do I said, no, ma'am, we mm. won't be doing that. <laughs> no. That baby coming when that baby is ready. Yeah. You have to, and we teach you in the time, if you give us enough time, I've had clients that came to me 33, 34 weeks. At that point in my contract, I'm 24 hours, seven days a week open to you. But I haven't built a relationship with you. So yeah, now I have to, know. we have crunch time where yeah. I have to try to understand your head game. If you have any traumatic experiences or mistrust in the medical field, three to four weeks is not enough time for me to help you unpack that. Yeah. Because birth is traumatic. Mm -hmm. If you have been raped, molested, or touched inappropriately in the birthing room, you are going to be touched and talked to in ways that may trigger certain things. And if I don't know that in you and you flip out, right. I'm going to be looking like the medical staff, like, what's going on here? Right. So vet us like you should be vetting your spouse and your friends. You know, I may be, I'm charismatic. I pretty much get along with everybody until I don't. So I may not be the I may be the perfect mouthpiece for you to recommend you to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So it's not one size fit all. You know, find somebody that you can trust, find somebody you can be open and honest with. And in this field, you have to be honest with us. I can help you from your what they call it now, your fupa up. I got you. I got you, baby. Because from your clitoris down. You need an OB or a midwife. I can't do nothing for you but watch and call 911. Okay. But I can help you get through the vibrations, the tremors, the, the thoughts. And I, because I am a medical professional for over 30 years, I can actually tell you some of the stuff that they're saying that they're not saying in plain English that you may not know. Everybody doesn't know what effacement means. Everybody doesn't know what uh, the bishop scale, and I might be saying it wrong. It's not the, I always say the bishop scale. That's mm -hmm. something else. Mm -hmm. um, but those the little words. The purple, the purple line or something like that. Well, the, um, the, the bishop scale is for poop. <laughs> That's wait, not what happened to me in my second pregnancy. Well, with, with the bishop scale, this is totally off subject. The bishop scale, we need to know what your poop looks like that tells of your hydration level of your body. Mm. So, you know, your poop tells us. That's why a lot of us medical professionals can go from looking at poop to eating lunch because it's part of our life. The brain scale is what I was thinking about. But, yeah, yeah um, it's you you don't want to wait until it's too late and i can speak for me and a lot of my cohorts we have um we accept sliding scale patients we um what is it called uh payment plans we do payment plans okay. so 
if you choose to get my most expensive package, which is $1,750, I will set up through my CSM a payment schedule where you won't have to give me any of your payment information. You do it right through that. So it's secure. Mm -hmm. And we, I normally, if you're going to do payment scale with me, I like to get you paid off depending on when you get started with me within the 30 day period. Okay. And if 30 days is not enough time for you to pay off, I'll stretch it to 45. And the reason being, when you come to me at 16 weeks, I can stretch it out. Because I know we need to have you paid off at least by 25 weeks. And that's because babies somewhere between 25 and 43 weeks can come at any time. Yes. We want to get you as close to 32 weeks as possible because we need those lungs to be ready. But nature happens when nature happens. So, mm. Yeah. Um <laughs> baby talk all right so my question for you is what do you think a lot of women don't know no why do you think a lot of women don't know their birthing options with the doula because a lot of um birthing centers well not birthing centers but ob offices and hospitals have a stigma with certain doulas we have some doulas that go in thinking that they know more than the medical professional. Mm -hmm. um, I would say, like I said, vet your doula and make sure you have someone that understands that um, they are not the know-all be-all. Mm -hmm. And um, for lack of research, uh, we are in a society where people don't read books. Mm -hmm. um, that if, if it ain't on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, yeah. they have no clue about it. So having podcasts like yours and a lot of other ones, even evidence-based birth, mm -hmm. um, will give you a lot of information for free. Mm -hmm. But research, Google is free, and I'm on Google, baby. If you Google doula, you will get a list of doulas in your area. Mm -hmm. uh, Yelp, just, I think they just need to research and um. Then it's our families. A lot of times we have grandmoms and parents who um, feel as though you can do it without help because they did it without help. Mm -hmm. And we are in a different society where we should all be helping each other. And we as friends need to share that information with our friends. Mm -hmm. You know, my baby in the backseat, she's 14. So a lot of things that happened 14, 15 years ago are not even in existence now or they have revamped and upgraded to a better way yeah. but I I chose not to do a doula with her because I was in a city and town where I didn't know anybody and my trust at that point with people was real thin so I had to dig into myself and reassure myself but I chose an elective C-section with her, so for many reasons, but definitely because she was definitely a gift from God, because I was a happy, healthy, and exuberant mom, boy mom, and yeah. was happy about that. The Lord said, make plans, I'm going to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did that to me twice, and I gave up. <laughs> yeah, because if you had to talk to 17-year-old now, 
Yeah. I ain't with no kids. I had nieces and nephews and cousins, and they used to leave them with me. Ooh, them suckers was bad. I ain't want no. I did not want them little minions. <laughs> I didn't have, you know, my first when I had my first. I would have never had kids. Mm-mm. So, and then you know, I was talking to Anya. She's ten. I said there are some good things that happen in life for a reason. There are some bad things that happen in life for a reason. You sometimes you don't really get a choice on when and why, but if those things didn't happen, y'all wouldn't be here. So, Amen. We're going to ride out. Jesus, because I can tell you, if, if I had a job and an opportunity, yeah. you know, things probably would have been different for about two of my children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how long does a doula stay with a birth mother after birth? Well, that depends on your contract with your doula. And when I say contract, yes, I have an actual paper legally binding contract with every client except for my volunteer clients. Okay. Um, unless I get the volunteer clients through me, then we um we have a conversation and I create I give them a volunteer contract. A lot of my volunteer clients come through agencies that I am affiliated with. Okay. So they have a contract with them and I do I do according to my contract with that agency. But if you have a contract with me, mm-hmm. I usually give you, depending on your package, at least two postpartum visits. Um the first postpartum visit it is usually within two to three days of you going home. And that's if you had chose placenta encapsulation, whatever form you chose, that's when I'm bringing you your tincture or your capsules. I create a little um, welcome home with baby package that I bring and I check in how you feeling, how are things going, especially if it's a new mom. And this is your first time understanding lack of sleep and interruption of sleep. I, you know, I help out in that direction. Um, then I, at that appointment, casually say, okay, you have X amount of more visits with me. That's part of your original package. Do you think you need to extend this with me? Right. Let's create a postpartum package. And my postpartum package is where if you choose me to come during the day, I come. If you choose me to come at night, I come. And I'm not your babysitter. Mm-hmm. I'm not your nanny. When you get up to get the baby fat, I'm getting up with you to help you get acclimated to this because I'm only here for a little bit of time. You're going to have to finish this out the rest of the way. Right. So a lot of people think that postpartum doulas, especially the ones at night, are glorified babysitters. No, ma'am. We are there to educate and support. Mm-hmm. And if there is a spouse or a partner in the house, we all getting up. Okay. We all going to learn, baby, because guess who running the house? Baby. Right. Baby running the house. So depending on your package is how many visits you get with me. I like for them to get the postpartum package, even if they're only going to get three or four visits. Mm-hmm. We can stretch those visits out once a week okay. so that you have at least a six-week support system and <clears throat> i'm not hard nosed if i come in there and you just look like you ain't slept in days 
I'm I'm taking baby. I'm I'm a baby wearer. I'll have my rebozo. I'll put on baby. I'll help clean up, light housekeeping, little laundry. So you can take you a three four hour nap. Mm -hmm. But if you look like you 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 got it together, well, that's where we're gonna get you all the way together. I am a cooker, so especially on that first visit, you're gonna get you a big old pot of some whole foods because you need hot foods to help you heal. Mm -hmm. um, while we're doing that, we're going to talk about your plans. If you are uh, employed, when are you returning to work? Have you started, before you even have birth, we're gonna have your post-baby uh, birth plan mm -hmm. uh, situated because we need to know who your village is. Because yes. you won't need them. The first year is hard. Yeah. So, I would definitely say research, ask people. I mean, you don't have to be a doula. You can be a grandma. You can be an auntie. You could be the best friend down the street. But don't come rushing into your people's houses, wanting the whole baby. Come in there with some laundry detergent and some Lysol. Clean up the house. Do the laundry. Cook a meal. Baby going to be there. When you finish helping mom out, then go touch and love on baby. Right. A lot of people get blinded by once a baby, New baby. Of a mom and then the mom just feel like this machine to do things for a baby and nobody sees that the mom needs this. And, nobody and a lot of time postpartum depression comes in because yeah. mom now feels ostracized. Nobody is coming to see about me. They only come to see about the baby. You know, that's why if you think back to when I was young, I grew up in the 70s. When people would have babies, the whole neighborhood was bringing casserole dishes. You know how I many Pyrex and corningware dishes come to a, a person's house after giving birth in the 70s? Mm -hmm. Like, you, you wouldn't have to cook for weeks. Your refrigerator is full. People are doing stuff for you, and we need to get back to being a village. Mm -hmm. So that, and mom's mental health, we got to check in with mom before we check in with babies. Like, a lot of the, like I said earlier, this can be traumatic for some. Yeah. So you need to check in and you need to know the cues because mm -hmm. if she's never had a baby, she don't know she's going through postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. And if she's had some kind of sexual or incestual trauma, mm -hmm. PTSD may have kicked in. Like breastfeeding is not always the joyful thing because you know, if you have been violated, yeah. the feeling that breastfeeding gives you and those hormones that's coming to the surface can trigger a, re a, a remembrance of something that wasn't so pleasant. Right. So we, we have to make sure that mom first, yeah. everybody else second, even baby. Yeah. And if you got a tag team and come too deep, you take care of mama and let somebody else take care of baby. Mm -hmm. I, exactly. Because the first thing they say, oh, I'm going to come and take care of the baby so you get some sleep. Sometimes mom don't want sleep. Mom wants somebody to talk to. And mom wants to go outside and feel like a human being. And in certain cultures, yes. Because certain African and um, uh, I want to say Midwest, Mid-Eastern they don't go outside for 45 days after the baby is born mm. because they feel like you're still open. 
So they want to make sure that you are completely healed. And it's cultural because I know in certain African cultures, uh, after you give birth, certain people can't even come into your home and touch the baby yeah. until you had the baby naming or baby introduction. Mm-hmm. You know, so it respect cultures. Um, but at the same time, don't forget mom is a, is also there. She didn't just, she wasn't just a conduit to bring forth life. Mm-hmm. She actually needs that support too. Yeah. And some people assume that, oh, if this is not her first baby and she's having a second one, she'll be fine. I had a great pregnancy and birthing experience with my first child. My second child, no. I was uh, sad and depressed the whole pregnancy, which I feel like transferred the energy to her because she was a miserable child um, for that first year. Um, My uncle passed away in the middle of me being pregnant with her. I was working 40 hours per week while pregnant. I had to pass the hospital where he was dying at every day. Come back mm. every day. I was uncomfortable. Um, her dad was experiencing postpartum depression most of my pregnancy. So he wasn't really the partner that I felt like he should have been or could have been. And then after having her, it was like, okay, I'm doing all of these things and this child is really screaming. She's not happy. She's not comfortable. And she was very clingy. So it was kind of like, I thought after I had this baby, I was going to have some sense of freedom. But this baby wants to lay on me the whole year after I gave birth. To her. Because the energy you had, you gave, you transferred that energy to her. Yeah. And mom is the safety net. Like if if she can't trust anybody else, she knows when she see that face. Yeah, that's a face that she should be able to trust. Yeah. And a lot of people you hit on think that men don't go through it. They go through it. Mm-hmm. If that man is in tune and in connection with your energy, everything that you are dealing with, he gonna deal with too. Yeah. And I did the same thing. Like I said, my my boys were fourteen and sixteen when I found out I was pregnant with my daughter and I didn't tell nobody. No, my, my son told me I was pregnant because he found the Palmer's stretch mark cream mm. because I have any stretch marks with them. I was like, we ain't going through this with this one, yeah. but he wasn't supposed to be in my bathroom, little nosy <laughs> thing, <laughs> but I didn't tell like he knew. And I told him that nobody know um, I wasn't ready to share. I wasn't ready to share. Like I said, I wasn't trusting. I didn't trust my family. I didn't trust friends. I went through some stuff with her her donor that um, it just took me to a place mentally where no, I'm I'm not trusting you. Mm-hmm. I have you you have taken all because the people I opened up to and the people I thought I could trust, I found out I couldn't. So at that time, I'm dealing with now feeling like I'm on a paddle boat in the middle of the ocean by myself with just my boys. Mm-hmm. Finding out I was pregnant. Um, my attitude stank, so I lost the job I had with by right. It was by right. I I said some very unprofessional things in the middle of an emergency department, 
I meant every word. I don't regret it. I just regret I didn't have the knowledge I have now to do it in a more professional manner. But I didn't have a job and I'm pregnant. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't tell anybody I was pregnant until I was seven months pregnant. And that's only because Thanksgiving was coming. I plan on going home and I didn't want to be, guess who coming to dinner? Yeah. Walking around the corner with this big old belly. <laughs> so, and my mom was the one, she was like, you, she said, why didn't you tell anybody? I said, ah, uh, I just was ignoring it. She said, ignoring what? It ain't going to go away. Yeah. I said, I didn't think it was going to go away. I just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. She said, whatever energy you got going on, you need to take it to God mm -hmm. and ask for some kind of peace. Because all that negativity you dealing with, you giving to that baby. And when she coming to this world, she going to be just as miserable as you are now. And now you're going to be twice as miserable. Yeah. I remember Ari just sitting in the corner of the couch propped up and her giving me like a stink eye and me not knowing. Because it's a baby. Like that baby ain't, she ain't got no attitude. She did. Because now, you know, she's six. And I'm just like, that's the same face you was giving me on the sofa. Da -da -da. She's like, like, it's like, okay, I got you. So I knew the personalities were different. And I, I want to say we became, I always say this, like we became friends and close when she was one. After one, we was cool because I understood her. But it, it takes a while um, to understand your child that you carried around. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know, your babies are not you. Your babies are you and someone else together. And it's a relationship you have to learn. And you mm -hmm. can't be ignorant to think what you want your baby to be is going to be, what you want this child to be is going to be. They are them. And you have to take the time. They to are individuals. Them. And that's one of the things as a doula in the postpartum sense, mm -hmm. I deal with with families. Yeah. Because it's like they want the baby to do what they want them to do. No, mm -hmm. you have to read baby. Baby is telling you, if you see that baby doing a hen peck, that baby is hungry. Mm -hmm. If you see that baby sucking on his finger, it's hungry. Right. If you see that baby trying to get into that fetal position, it is now wanting to be comforted. It's, it's coming from a very tight space to this big free open world is seeking comfort. So when it draws in like this, that's where you swaddle it and you hold it. I hate that narrative, stop holding your baby. Girl, wear your baby all day long. Take that baby in the shower with you. Wash that baby up in the shower. Put a blanket or a towel right outside the shower door. When you finish washing baby, lay baby down and you wash yourself up. But don't ever not Hold your baby because you are your baby's comfort. That baby knows your heartbeat from the inside. So everybody else, although they want to help, that baby don't want them. That baby wants you. 
they are seeking comfort. So this is where we get into clashes with families. That's why a lot of families are like, oh, don't get a doula. They're going to tell you what to do. No, we're telling you to read your baby. Read your baby, learn your baby's cues. You could be in the kitchen and you could hear a cry in the living room and you will know the difference between I'm hungry, I want attention, or I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Just by the sounds your baby make if you be in tune with that baby. But that's some of the stuff that you learn as a doula, you know, to teach your families. Mm -hmm. But they got to be open and willing to be taught as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are some common uh what are some of the best benefits in having a doula? As a I would say the best benefits, a lot of my doula clients I am still friends with now. I get to see my babies two, three years old now. You know, I'm auntie and a lot of my my babies are not black. So I call you will hear and you I think you heard me say chocolate auntie going to visit her babies, you know. <laughs> I'm going to go see my vanilla beans. Yes, I love them. I love them. And Linda loves it too because she she actually, in my professional development stage, actually got to learn with me. So now, like, she see pregnant women, she gets so excited. You know, we in the grocery store. My mom's a doula. Hold on. Hold on, Blake. <laughs> I don't know these people. Yeah. Love it. Be, I love that she is my walking, talking billboard, but sometimes, you know, it gets us in a mess. But I want to say you learn how to trust your instinct, mm. um, which is something that when you're pregnant, you don't trust that you know what you know, because a lot of, especially if you are delivering in a hospital, a lot of times they make you think that what you're feeling or what you're saying is invalid. Mm -hmm. So you learn how to validate your feelings and advocate for yourself, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of people feel like, oh, my doctor said, so I have to do that doctor is one person. Mm -hmm. If you don't like what they're saying, you have the right to go and get another opinion. You don't have to leave that doctor, mm -hmm. but you can go get another opinion from another doctor right. and then take all the information you have. And we sit down collectively and re review everything. And then you make an informed decision. But just know that for every action, there is a reaction. What you decide to do may not go with the policy and procedures of whatever doctor you're going against. And they could say that they no longer want you in their practice. And that's their right. Yeah. Don't feel bad because that might not have been the fit for you. Go find someone who's going to be honest, truthful, and upfront with you, not just be your yes man or yes woman. Okay. Because they don't want to deal with you feeling like you have an answer for everything too. There um, you go. And I can tell you working in the medical field, some of our WebMD and Google Docs, <laughs> they come in and say, I've researched this on Google, I researched this on WebMD and it said, okay, I'm glad you researched that. But however, <laughs> let somebody who did a little bit of education figure out what what's going on with you. Right. Um, okay, so we discussed this. I like that we discussed some things I already have. What kind of questions should a, doula, should a mother ask a doula that she's vetting if she wants to um, have? 
you need to make sure that her availability is within your comfort zone. So make sure you know what her hours of availability are because doulas are also um, people. They have jobs. They have families. My hours of availability to my clients before 32 weeks is 9 to 5. If after 5 p.m. or before 9 a.m. you have a question, email or text me. Once I have read it, even if you see I've read it, if I feel like it's not that important that I need to stop what I'm doing with my family mm-hmm. to call you, I will schedule you into my phone to call you the next day or email you the next day to discuss what's going on. Um, if it is emergent and you text me or email me uh, that you see blood in your underpants and you're only 18 weeks, then I'm calling you. I'm stopping what I'm doing. I'm calling you, but make sure that their time of operation is within your your, your scope of comfort, comfort level. Once you hit 32 weeks, I think that any doula you have should be available to you 24-7. I'm not saying that every time you call that on the second ring, they're going to pick up the phone, but they should call you within the hour of you calling them. Yeah. Um, find you a doula. I was think like for me, for my comfort, for me to give you everything that I have, mm-hmm. I want you to be within a 30 to 60 minute drive from me. So find somebody, because if you call me and tell me you're active labor, I need to get to you in a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. So find somebody that is close. Um, most doulas do not give our personal address to clients for obvious reasons, but I'm in Tucson. So anybody within the Tucson area, I can get to. Okay. I am close to three of the four major hospitals here. Mm-hmm. So if you are giving birth to any one of those, I'm within a 30-minute drive to the three of them. Only one is about 45 minutes away. So I, I find somebody that can get to where you are within the hour. Okay. So uh, another question they should ask is, how long have you been doing this? Not, um, I don't want to say it in an experience level, but how long have you been a doula? Mm-hmm. You know, I've been a doula since I was a kid because I'm a Gula Geechee descendant and I've watched my sisters give birth on on the couch and I watched how my family rallied around them because that is our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, when I go to Nigeria to visit family, they don't run to the hospital nine times out of 10. They're looking for the, the traditional midwife or the, they don't call us doulas. They call us birth attendants. Mm-hmm. So, They want somebody to help them. But a lot of times it's family. So you want to know somebody who has, when I say experience, I don't mean years of being a doula. I mean experience in helping you get to the end goal, which is birthing your child without injury. Okay. Um, Another question would, I would suggest not asking a doula if she has any children, because you can be an effective doula and not gave birth to anybody. Um, 
because it's not all about if they gave birth to somebody is can they be your um support system can they not advocate but empower you when you can empower yourself can they draw you back into your core and focus you back on the task at hand because you're you're thinking about that contraction you so hell been on that contraction the end goal is to birth that baby so those vibrations is bringing baby closer so the more intense it is the closer to you are to seeing your baby but you need somebody who knows that and you need to know if that doula works works good under pressure Mm-hmm. and can they multitask because in the labor room as your doula I got to stay focused on you make sure your support person if you have one is also focused on what's going on and I'm paying attention to the medical staff mm-hmm. y'all know I couldn't do another season and not include the table topics conversation cards of course I have them Of course, I have the best starter questions that there are, okay? These cards are a fun way to get to know your friends and family or someone you're dating. Either way, you can get your own Table Topics cards on tabletopics.com. The stack I have can vary from the family stack or the saver stack or do-it-yourself therapy either way there's so many different categories of cards that you can get especially for this holiday season coming up so if you would like to get your own cards go to tabletopics.com use my code SHAMBYPODDEN in all caps and get your discount get a great gift today now back to the show if you're looking for a great way to support me go on shambypodden.com purchase a book or you can purchase some merch on Cozy Womb Shop with Teespring. Now back to the show. Because unless you know what the what you're hearing and seeing, you don't even know there's an issue. Because the way we as medical professionals move in an emergency, mm-hmm. it's not like you were moving the house fire. Like we're not making noises. But if I see them pulling certain things out, I know something's going on. Right. So I have to multitask. You need to know somebody who is able to multitask. They don't necessarily have to be in the medical field. Right. You just with me, that's the benefit that you have. Mm-hmm. I feel um, like that's what my mom was in my birthing room for both my daughters. Yeah. You need somebody to be in queue like, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's too it's too much. My what I say is too much foot shuffling going on. You know, what why why is it three of y'all in here when it's been only one or two of y'all now? Something ain't right. <laughs> but that's me, that's my analytical nature. I pay attention to everything in the room. Mm-hmm. And I've had clients with that didn't feel labor pains, but will wince and be like, Oh, I have back pain. Well, lower back pain is a contraction. Yeah. You know, heartburn is a contraction Mm. like some people just have a very high threshold for pain so you need to know somebody who can read the room and you want somebody who knows how to communicate and you want somebody that knows how to effectively participate in dialogue Mm -hmm. um a lot of people get doulas 
and they say, oh, I hired this doula and I haven't heard from her in two weeks. I don't let more than a week go by with my clients. Mm. Even if it's only a text, hey, Suge, how you doing? Just checking in. What's going on? How was your appointment? I know my, my client's appointments. I don't show up unless they ask me to. But I know their appointments because I have a check-in at the end of that day. How did everything go? What did they say? Are you comfortable with that? So you, you need somebody, I wouldn't say OCD-ish, but you need somebody who, who knows how to check in, communicate, and effectively participate in your, your birth. So I don't have a blueprint on actual questions, mm -hmm. but... Like I said, this is this is what you, when you are vetting your your doula, you want somebody who is not also not intrusive. Like, okay, you my doula, and I have to tell you some stuff, but I, as your doula, am not getting in the middle of you and your booze argument or you and your mom's disagreement. That's okay. not my job. Keep I'm it not professional. doing. It. <laughs> Keep it professional. And if you call and you vent with me, I'm gonna let you vent. Yeah. I'm going to let you pour it out. One of the benefits you get from me, I don't remember everything. Mm -hmm. I let you pour it all out. And once you get it out, be like, okay, we all right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I'll go on to the task at hand or whatever's going on. And I'll be like, if you need to talk again, call me later. I guarantee you, if you call me the next day to ask me about what you vented to me about, I ain't going to remember 80% of it. <laughs> so that's the benefit. Like, you can gossip with me. I ain't going to remember. I'm horrible with names, which is why everybody should. Yeah. I call everybody should. Even my patients at work. Everybody should. Mm -hmm. So won't nobody be offended because as soon as they hear my accent or my, my vernacular, they know mm -hmm. it's some stuff in me. Right. And when I'm around my peoples, you might hear a little Yoruba or Hausa come through. <laughs> you know, a little Igbo. But, I, you know, for the most part, you just want a doula that is attentive, okay. but, you know, not overwhelming. You don't want to have to deal with the throes of pregnancy and then a doula who don't respect boundaries. Okay. So with that being said, how involved you are, what's the max number of clients you will take on in a year? That is, in a year, I, ooh, I'm going to break it down. In a month to adequately give you my time and energy. Right. I do not want more than two birth clients and two postpartum clients a month. Okay. Um, and I say that because if I do two births a month, I have to give myself two days recovery. Mm after each birth because just as invested as you are into giving birth to your baby I am too mm -hmm. you know I want everybody to win I want everybody to come home and sometimes that's not the case mm -hmm. sometimes my baby got to go to NICU sometimes mm -hmm. my baby has gone on to glory well just as you are grieving I am too because I don't spend all this time getting us here and you didn't have that end result and that gives me time to decompress and oh, I am a my next question like emotionally <laughs> how do you uh re-energize yourself to take on I, I have been blessed 
to have a good friend who is a massage therapist and I am her number one client. <laughs> so I definitely do a massage. I definitely, I and my daughter has adopted this. We, the Sofagio's frequencies, I turn them on. I put on my eye mask. And I do not want to be bothered for at least two to three hours after returning for any kind of birth. Okay. Just let me let me regain this energy back. Um, I go on little, we do little staycations. So instead of going home, mm-hmm. I'd be like, come on, Ladybug, we're going to drive to Sedona and get us a hotel room and just look like driving Sedona Scenic Highway. If you cannot relax, on that highway, you need medical attention because that is the most, there is nothing out there. It's so serene. Though Castle Rock and Castle on the Hill, they are majestic and beautiful and it is quiet. It is so quiet. Um, so you, I just have to say that I, I have to decompress as well. So I, my mental is just as important and if it becomes too overwhelming, I'm with a network of doulas. Okay. That if I say, okay, I'm supposed to do this appointment with this client, do you mind doing it for me because I just had a birth and I'm not mentally there? With that in my contract, mm-hmm. it tells my clients who my backup doula is for them. Cool. So in the circle of doulas, I have about 10 people. Mm-hmm. So, which each client, I try to give them a different backup doula mm. so that my backup doula doesn't get overwhelmed as well. Mm, I like that. And I try to have at least one visit with the backup doula in attendance so that my client knows who they are. So, but because there's not a lot of me here in Arizona, we are truly 1%. Yeah. A lot of my clients have to understand that my backup doula may not look like me, right. but they are knowledgeable and experienced. And at this point, I, that's what I need for you to have. And you trust them. Yeah, and I trust them because if I am asking them to be my backup doula, mm-hmm. we have established a rapport and a comfort with each other yeah. so that I know that they are going to adequately support you in my absence. Right. And <laughs> having two births a month keeps me from overlapping. Mm-hmm. so usually my births will be my one lady who's 43 weeks who should have gave birth last month mm-hmm. she's a definite for this month because they're not going to let her go any further they're either going to induce her or nature is going to take its course and then the other one is the due date in that month so that's how I calculate the, the two births postpartum it all depends on the the client on the birth and the expectations. Because if they didn't fill out a postpartum contract with me, then, you know, two is enough. But if I have a postpartum contract, then I'll stretch my postpartum clients to three or four. Okay. So I have a bonus question for you before we finish up. Okay. If a new client sourced you out and said, um... I would like to have you as a in-house doula. I know you don't, this is not a package that you show. 
I will pay you X, Y, and Z. What are your terms if you agreed? For the first, I would I would graciously decline because I am not the living help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only because I have a whole family, and I can tell you right now, between a special needs a daughter and grandkids and a new soon-to-be spouse, mm -hmm. uh no ma'am. I I I can't live in. Yeah. And culturally speaking, the first thing I thought about was the help. And no. <laughs> I, no sir. And then that would probably be exactly what I'm like. I said, oh, thank you. But no, ma'am, I can't do that. But what I can do, you know, is let us see what what is the need. Why do you need somebody in-house? Mm -hmm. And if it's because you are just overly anxious and just frantic about everything. Let's dig a little deeper. How did we get here? Because mm -hmm. what you probably just need is to talk to a therapist. That's what I was thinking. You know, what you probably just need is for whatever that relationship is with your your female parent or family member to come on and help you out in your time of need. You know, and let us put a let us put a a time frame on it. You know, because some of our moms, they, they, I'm, and I am on that. I'm like on the fence. I am a mom, and I am a grandma, and I am a daughter. Mm -hmm. So I get all three areas. And as a grandma, I try not to be overwhelming and intrusive. But I only got two, one boy, one girl. They they my babies. Mm -hmm. And what you not fitting to do with my babies? is X, Y, and Z. So I get the grandmas being overwhelmed. Yeah. I get it. So that's where we have to be like, okay, I know you and your mom have this, you know, relationship where it can get a little ugly like fish in the heat in the summer. I was like, but how about we have mom come and stay, but only for 30 days. Okay. So ask her to come on this day and to tell her she has to go by this day. So now you have light at the end of the tunnel. So you know you can, you're not going to be dealing with her too long. And if y'all can't be in the same quarters, it's extended stays in the area. How about we volunteer just to put her up in a hotel for a week, just so you can have some help mm -hmm. in the house. So mama has her own space. You have your own space, but you have that 24-7 assistance mm -hmm. that you are desiring. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I will graciously decline and give that job to somebody more connected to you than I. Mm -hmm. Okay. I respect it. Is there <laughs> anything that we didn't discuss that you think someone should know about a doula, about what you do, or the women in your support system that should be known um, just for the betterment of other women that might become pregnant or might seek a doula? Just know your doula. Um, most of our doulas are not just female. We have male doulas too. Mm -hmm. Dad doula is my favorite. If you live in an area with dad doula or doula dad, he's in California. If you want an awesome experience, I know he was taking a hiatus. I don't know if he came back, but I love him for the dads, mm -hmm. so for the male partners, or even for the, the children, mm -hmm. you know, because some of our sons, 
assume the roles of dads when these babies come in the house and you got to remind them, you're not the dad, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. I, I, we appreciate your help, but you're not the dad. But just know that we are human. We are not perfect. We don't know everything. We're not going to be able to um, know that your birth was going to take a right-hand turn, especially if you're not 100% honest with us. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you have hepatitis, HIV, meningitis. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. But be honest with me. That is what you're dealing with, with this pregnancy, because then I can educate myself on how to effectively assist you. Right. Um, because if you're not honest with me, when we get into that birthing room and they, they're, they assume everybody in the room knows, you know, that you have these medical conditions, they're not going to just, you know, pause for the cause. They're going to start blurting stuff out. Right. You know, I'm, I only want to know because if you are, let's say HIV positive and you are pregnant, your birth plan is going to be different than my person that's just neurotic, mm -hmm. you know, because she's pregnant for the first time and no family nearby, mm -hmm. you know? So we just, you just have to just understand that we are human. We are here to help. Mm -hmm. We are not mind readers. Like everything you tell us is what we know. We don't know anything else. Mm -hmm. You can't expect us to understand you if you haven't been 100% uh, open with us. Now, I don't need to know how many sexual encounters you didn't have. I don't need to know that you and Big Daddy done got into it the night before. I don't need to know none of that. Yeah. However, when it comes to medical stuff, that's what I need to know. And I always ask my clients if they are watching, like, I don't even know if they still have on TLC where they used to have the um, follow women when they're giving birth. Yeah, I don't know if they still have that show, but I thought that show was awesome because it showed different scenarios. I loved it, the birthing. Yeah, thing, right? yeah, I loved it too. Um, I asked them if they watching shows or reading books or saw podcasts or videos about birthing, breastfeeding, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, educate yourself on cesarean sections. Educate yourself on NICU processes. Um, not that you, and to remove the thing that if I research it, it's going to happen. No, you're researching it in the event that it does happen, you know, what's going, I am that doula that's going to give you the worst case scenario mm -hmm. and you may cry. And I'm sorry if you do, but I'd rather you cry in the education and then not need it. than you crying in the lack of education and it happens. Right. So get somebody who's going to be open and upfront and honest with you. Mm -hmm. And get somebody who know to laugh. Because yes. if your doula don't laugh, don't trust them. <laughs> don't trust them. Because as Shan know, I, I'm very blunt for it. And I'm going to say what I got to say. And sometimes you don't even know I've just been smart with you because I'm Southern. And we just have a way of saying it. But if I turn to you after you done said something to me and say, bless your heart, just know I'm not praying for you. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I want every birth in person because I don't want anybody who is 
non-binary to feel and left out in any way, shape, or form. But just know that there is a doula for you. Yeah. We have do, and I'm not being smart when I'm saying this. There's actually the, her name. She is the queer doula. Mm -hmm. She is non-binary. Mm -hmm. We have doulas that identify as other than she and her. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, vet your doula. I want everybody who goes into labor to have a doula. Mm. Even if it's only to sit, I sit in the corner with my cell phone. I know people probably thinking I'm texting. I'm taking candies. Mm -hmm. I don't say anything. When I'm needed, I get up, I do what I got to do. I go back to my corner because this is you and his or you and her baby. Not my baby. This your experience. And me taking those candies, I give them to you through text that you didn't even realize that you were even having this moment. Mm -hmm. And it is a memory that if I was being intrusive, you would have never had. Mm -hmm. So try to find somebody who, who knows how to ebb and flow with the room. Like read the room and just be there for you. Yeah, Definitely be there for you. Thank you so much for doing this. Like even when I was pregnant, I knew I wasn't doing an at-home birth, but I watched a few and I learned that, you know, some women may think they want to do at-home birth and maybe the umbilical cord might be wrapped around your baby and you end up at the hospital giving birth. Yeah. So just being educated on the possibilities, what you offered is very yeah. different. Um, at-home births are tricky. Yeah. And me personally, I would do an at-home birth with a midwife. Mm -hmm. um, unassisted births, which are births with no medical team involved at all, they are, for me, a little bit hanky. And I say that because, like you just said, in the event of emergency, the only thing that I can do is call 911. I cannot intervene. Right. Because of my insurance coverage and my scope of practice, because not only am I protecting my business as a doula, I have to protect my license as a medical professional. Mm -hmm. So I have to be honest when I say at-home births, only if a midwife is involved. Okay. But unassisted birth, I'm going to wish you well. I'm going to give you all the help that I can offer. Mm -hmm. But when you go into labor, only thing I can do is just be there for you. I can't do anything else. So be careful with those words. Unassisted birth yeah. and at-home birth are two different births. Mm. And if you are not careful, you can get yourself caught up in a lot of stuff that can put your license and your credentials in, in jeopardy. Yeah. I watched a movie like that, but I can't remember the name of it, but it was pretty good. Um, where can people find you and uh, maybe require your services in the future? You can find you, like I said, you can Google me, baby. I am on Google, I am on Yelp, I am on TikTok, Instagram. I'm working on Facebook, as you already know. I'm still I'm working on Facebook. You may be able to find my page on Facebook, but right now I don't have access. Mm -hmm. It is doula in the middle. Uh, I also have a website I will give Shan so she can share with you guys that you can go. I have an intake form. I have a lot of information on my website about myself. Um, 
you can catch me on uh 80% of everything cultures podcast or uh live videos. I usually peek in because I am a moderator. I'm usually the one that will block you if you say something crazy because I just don't have no feel. I don't have the patience. Yeah. <laughs> um on Sunday today, we are gonna be on YouTube and TikTok. So you'll see me there. But when I am on everything culture, I'm not working. Right. So you're gonna get you're gonna get the personal part of me. Yeah. So <laughs> but Abdullah, uh, I am in Arizona. If you are not in Arizona, I have a network of people all over the country I can refer you to. I am uh, a member of the National Black Doulas Association. I am a member of the Donor International uh, Doula Program. I am a certified member of Modabe, which is Mom, Dads, and Babies out of Phoenix, Arizona. So if you look up any of those agencies, they will be able to direct you to me. Um, my Arizona people, Instagram and Facebook, Arizona birth workers of color under the esteemed leadership of Miss Lakisa Muhammad. I am on their directory. So like I said, I'm everywhere. I am not hard to find. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for giving me your time on this Sunday to do this um this episode will drop the week before christmas so merry christmas to everybody if you so merry christmas happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah yes and uh i want you guys to enjoy y'all day please share this information with someone who is pregnant or someone who's thinking about sourcing out a doula uh there's options in every state of the united states but there's stipulations in each state so please do your research um, what I would recommend people do is take that um, optional hospital visit before you go so you know all your options and you know when you need to have certain requirements in by. Like people who want to save their placenta, you have to let the hospital know beforehand, not in the hospital room. Amen. Amen. Because that is a biohazard and we have to fill out documents and they need to know prior to you yes. arrival. <laughs> yes. But um, it can be a great experience if you do your research. I want to add one more thing because Shan just hit on it. If you have commercial insurance mm -hmm. and even private insurance, please, hospital indemnity is a life saver. You get to stay home a little longer with your baby, with your bills being covered by hospital identity and FMLA. Do not wait until your third trimester to do these documents because some employers require you have been an employee or have the coverage for more than a year. Yeah. So Definitely get that if you are childbearing age and it could possibly be in your car. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.